0: Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach, by Steve Cook. Hey and welcome back to the podcast. I'm taking the world of Giant's Reach through a sort of industrial revolution... Um, over the last few podcasts and the next few. And uh, of course, any progress like that has a cost, uh, usually a very human cost. Um, This is an episode about someone who has to pay that cost. Enjoy. From the Earth to the Sky I don't care what you're saying," Tom said. He rubbed at the woolly white beard that garnished his chin. "I ain't moving, and that's that." The man in the chemex robes frowned, rubbing his hands together against the sharply cold wind. "You must understand," he began again. "This land has been ceded, set aside—that is—to the Guild of Engineers, and we didn't want to come in as faceless conquerors. At great cost, we've." purchased all the land around you. To the north, up the valley, even down into the woodland, everyone around you has taken their money and gone, and gone happily, I should add. Well, that's their choice, Tom snapped, not mine. I'm not taking your money, and that's final. He turned and began to squelch across the puddles and muck of the yard, towards a barn from which the lowing of cows could be heard. The chemic let a scowl flicker across his face for a moment, then scurried after him. "'You raise cows?' he said. "'Cows? Sheep? Pigs?' Tom called back over his shoulder. They were in the barn's dimness now, straw-littering the space between the stalls, and the Kemic had to strain his eyes to see. Tom had already taken up a stool and a pail from near the door, and was already positioning himself next to the first cow, her udders swollen with milk. Few chickens, too. You provide food for, what, a small village? Me and the few others around here, yeah. Tom paused in his milking, snorted and spat to the side. Not more, of course. You've bought the others all off. They'll have to rely on bits from Yarlston, maybe. Or Tunnock. Right, right. The man from the guild cleared his throat. Well, anyway... When the processing facility is operating, we'll be able to help plenty of folks around here. There'll be jobs at the facility, well-paying jobs, and... What's it for? Tom leaned back on the stool, udders in hand, as the chemic faltered. This facility, what's it for? Well, we take raw yellow dust, mined out of the ground, and refine it. It'll be brought here by wagon initially, but eventually we'd like to extend the train line out here. The dust will be converted into liquids and shipped out to uplifts and chemics all over the country, and internationally as well. So, indirectly, you'd be helping a great many people to survive. Uplifts need their dust, after all. Sounds awful, Tom said curtly. Build it someplace else. Don't want them big chimneys I've heard about looking like a dead man's fingers poking out of the ground. I don't want one of them trains here. They're noisy. It's frighten the cows. He got up, pale sloshing. And moved on to the next cow. We can't build it elsewhere. There's a spring, clean natural water, and the valley itself is perfectly sheltered. Look, Tom, the chemic sighed, it really is a lot of money we're offering you. Please just take it. Tom stopped milking, staring straight ahead of himself, fingers still. Then he got up with such suddenness that it took every ounce of self control to keep the chemic from stepping backwards. ''Come with me,'' the farmer said. They walked for a minute in silence, through a gate and into a green field. Dry stone walls bordered it on all sides, lichen growing in colourful motley across the stones, and their path took them along one of the walls, to where an old, solitary oak tree grew. Tom stood a few feet away from it, and folded his arms. ''Grandpappy laid the foundations on the house,'' he said, staring at the tree. He started with nout, but the clothes on his back, and he built up something that my father and I were proud of. He sowed the acorn that this tree grew from. The Kemic turned to consider the tree. Its bark was gnarled in places, a trio of rocky stones scattered seemingly at random around the roots. Its branches waved gently in the wind. One of them, stones, Is for my grandpappy, Tom said quietly. One of them for my father. And the other? Wife, Tom said shortly. Ella. She were. His mouth twitched, no words coming, and after a moment he shook his head. She was special. Wild. Free like a bird and solid like a rock. I'm sorry, the chemist said quietly. She loved this farm, loved the view from this here tree. All them clouds casting their shadows o'er the fields, coming and going as the sun shone. She wouldn't leave here, Tom said, finally turning to the chemic. And I won't either. Not until I'm back with Ella. I own this land, from the earth to the sky, and there ain't anything you can offer me that will make me change my mind. The chemic sighed not daring to meet Tom's eye. You know, Tom, if you refuse to move, you'll be moved on. I've got orders to finish this by today. In answer, Tom took four quick strides over to one of the marker stones and sat down on it. Do what you need to do, he said. The chemic turned on his heel and walked away, but at the gate he turned back briefly. The old farmer was still sat there, arms folded defiantly. But he was staring out across the valley. The chemic watched for a moment, then left. Perhaps there was time for one more attempt. Tomorrow. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash where you can find more fiction just like this.